Sober Powered is sponsored by BetterHelp. I was a stress drinker, and I thought, if only I didn't have so much stress, I wouldn't have to drink this much. But do you know why I had all this stress? Because I didn't have the skills to take stressors off my plate, so they built up and wore me down. Some stressors are big and others are small, but carrying around 25 minor annoyances is going to have an impact on you. Plus, did you know that alcohol messes with our stress response system and decreases our ability to handle stress? It makes small things seem like a much bigger deal. Learning how to manage stress and take things off my plate has changed my life. I'm calm, I'm less reactive, and I believe that I can handle whatever comes my way. I feel proud of the way that I handle things now. You can get there too. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com sober to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash sober. Tossing and turning all night like a salad. It's time to put those sleepless nights to bed for good. Enter Tanasi, my sleep saviors, and they have science to back up their sleep, anxiety, and pain-relieving powers. Back in 2016, they invested a $2.5 million grant to Middle Tennessee State University to study the hemp plant. Turns out their special patent-pending CBD-CBDA formula is twice as effective as CBD alone and can be more effective than over-the-counter ibuprofen, acetaminophen, and aspirin. So if you're tired of tossing and turning like a rotisserie chicken, then Tanasi's got your back with their range of great products from tinctures to gummies to lotions. Tanasi is my go-to when I can't sleep or I have way too much anxiety. I'm so glad that I discovered them. So go to Tanasi.com and use the code POWER to get 25% off your order. That's Tanasi.com, T-A-N-A-S-I, to get 25% off your first order with the promo code POWER. Are you tired of your digestive system feeling like a circus act gone wrong? Introducing Ritual's 3-in-1 Gut Superhero Symbiotic Plus, a probiotic, prebiotic, and postbiotic all rolled into one. And with 25% off with the code POWER, there's no better time to check out Ritual. Let's break it down. Probiotics are like the cool kids at the gut party, keeping everything in check and making sure the good vibes are flowing. Prebiotics are their wingmen, fueling the party with all the right snacks to keep the good bacteria thriving. And postbiotics, well, they're like the cleanup crew, sweeping away the mess and leaving your gut feeling fresh and fabulous. So say goodbye to the gut drama and remember, there's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com power. Good news, there are a lot of physical benefits that happen in the first month of quitting drinking. This can be really motivating to continue on with your journey. So in this episode, you'll learn how alcohol negatively impacts the body and what to expect when you quit drinking. Towards the end, I will also discuss things that take longer than a month to improve and things that may even get a little bit worse before they get better. So let's dig in. a lot of negative effects on the body, especially the liver, because the liver is the main place that processes alcohol. 
the liver can metabolize around one standard drink per hour. So if you've been drinking a lot and frequently, then your body has a lot of toxins to get rid of. When we overload the liver by drinking more alcohol than it can process, we have more toxins inside the body, which can then damage the liver, brain, stomach, heart, pancreas, and basically everything else. And the main toxin that I'm talking about is acetaldehyde. This is the first intermediate that is produced in the breakdown of alcohol. And if your liver is struggling to keep up, then acetaldehyde is accumulating in the body. And this toxin is actually 10 times more toxic than alcohol itself, so it has the ability to do a lot of damage. And since the liver is struggling to process all of the alcohol that we're drinking, other pathways get turned on that normally wouldn't be. So remember, alcohol is toxic, which is why we throw up when we drink too much of it. So your body makes getting rid of alcohol the priority over almost everything else. The pancreas starts to help out, which is why it gets damaged and some heavy drinkers can develop pancreatitis. One of the pathways that turns on also produces free radicals in the process of breaking down alcohol, and free radicals damage the body and can cause cancer. Someone that drinks occasionally and stays below the recommended guidelines won't have free radicals being produced and the pancreas getting recruited to deal with alcohol. It's only when you're drinking so much that the liver becomes overwhelmed that other pathways have to help out to get rid of all of the alcohol and protect you from it. Alcohol also irritates and inflames the GI tract, so a lot of heavy drinkers will have stomach issues or heartburn, and alcohol increases our blood pressure. And if you're interested more on the heart, I did an entire episode about it in episode 17. You may have been to the doctor to talk about high blood pressure, heartburn, and anxiety or depression. Often we don't understand that these things are caused or worsened by our drinking. So pay attention over the next month and see which physical symptoms start to disappear the more distance that you get from alcohol. Alcohol also jacks up our nervous system, which I covered in depth in episode 149. It activates the sympathetic nervous system, which puts the body in a state of stress, and it reduces the activity of the parasympathetic nervous system, which then prevents the body from getting rest. We believe that alcohol reduces our stress and helps us unwind after a long day, but it actually increases our stress over time. So I'll reference all the episodes where I talk about how alcohol affects the body in the show notes if you want more info, but I want to focus this episode on how the body recovers. So here is a timeline of what to expect in your first few weeks. Withdrawal symptoms can begin to show up 12 to 24 hours after your last drink and they'll peak around 48 to 72 hours. If you've been drinking very heavily for a long time or you're experiencing physical symptoms like the shakes, then please talk to your doctor to make sure that you can detox safely. Alcohol withdrawal can be dangerous and fatal, and some people develop delirium tremens or DTs and can experience seizures and hallucinations. If you're worried about withdrawal, then you need to talk to your doctor and not risk it. A lot of people reach out to me and ask about my experience, but you can't use someone else's experience with withdrawal to gauge your own. 
we all have different genetics and different drinking histories, so yours might be very different from mine. If you don't get DTs, you should start to feel better between three days and a week as the withdrawal symptoms fade, but some can linger like insomnia and anxiety. And if you had anxiety before you started drinking, then the anxiety can become worse in withdrawal because you don't have alcohol slowing down your brain anymore. I discussed how the brain adapts to alcohol and how this makes anxiety worse in episode 22. Over the next few weeks, your liver will start to repair itself and the burden on the whole body will decrease. Your heart can start to beat normally because alcohol isn't making it beat faster or constricting your blood vessels so it has to work harder. You may notice that your blood pressure and your resting heart rate both decrease. I didn't realize the impact that alcohol had on my heart. I had borderline high blood pressure in my 20s at an average weight. My blood pressure was always 134 over 85 at rest and my resting heart rate was in the mid-80s. I felt horrible all the time. Blood pressure and resting heart rate can decrease within a few weeks of quitting drinking, so you may see a big difference during your first month off. And it's important to pay attention to these differences so that you can observe the benefits of sobriety so when thoughts of romanticizing alcohol or maybe it's been long enough pop up, you remember the benefits and why sobriety is so good for you. You will most likely feel pretty tired in the beginning, and this is because alcohol is energizing. Not just because of the additional calories that it provides, but because the brain can run on it for fuel. So I discuss this in a lot of detail in episodes 33 and 157. But alcohol is converted to acetate in the body. That's what's produced after acetaldehyde is broken down. And the brain can use acetate for energy in addition to using glucose. And the more we drink, the more acetate is available to the brain, and eventually the brain prefers to use acetate for energy instead of glucose. So when you stop drinking, now all of a sudden you've deprived your brain of its now preferred energy source, and it has to relearn how to use glucose. You may also start to crave sugar, and I discussed why this happens in episode 41, so check out the show notes for all the recommended episodes. But craving sugar is really, really normal, and just don't worry about it in your first month. As your body continues to adjust to no alcohol, your sleep will also change. We think that we need alcohol to sleep, but alcohol prevents us from getting as much REM sleep as we need, and I discuss sleep in a lot of detail in episode 75. But alcohol sends us into deep sleep right away, but then the second half of the night we're waking up frequently and alternating between light sleep and being awake, so we're not really getting rest. We're supposed to have REM cycles throughout the night, and alcohol significantly decreases the amount of REM that you get and the amount of REM cycles that you have. So when you stop drinking, you may experience rebound REM, where you go into REM more often and you stay in each cycle for longer. REM sleep is where we dream, so if you're getting more REM, you're probably experiencing more vivid dreams too. And this can lead to dreams about drinking alcohol again, which seem very real and can make you wake up feeling guilty or that you relapsed. So those are very normal too, and they will lessen the more sober time you have. 
Alcohol negatively impacts all areas of the brain and it has a big effect on our cognition. So for the first couple weeks, you may experience confusion, brain fog, irritability, being easily distracted, trouble concentrating, slower reaction times, and trouble understanding new information. Things may feel worse before they get better, and that's normal. But a couple months into sobriety, you should notice a significant improvement in your cognitive abilities. And this is going to be the topic of an episode later on this month, so make sure that you subscribe to or follow the podcast so you don't miss that episode. It's also really normal to feel sad. There's a grieving process that has to happen when we stop drinking. And it might not necessarily be grieving the fun times that you had, but it could be the idea of having fun times in the future. We think that alcohol is essential for weddings, weekends, vacations, or celebrations. And if you feel sad or left out, then just know that this is okay. You can miss the idea of alcohol while also acknowledging that you are not someone who can drink socially. And if these beliefs are leading you back to drinking, then check out my course, The Sober Mindset, that will help you break them down and reframe them. So after one month of not drinking, your body should be feeling pretty good. Your sleep has probably improved, your ability to concentrate and just general feelings of wellness have improved, liver fat can decrease by up to 20%, your blood sugar should decrease, your resting heart rate and blood pressure should decrease, and your bad cholesterol levels can go down too as long as you're not replacing alcohol with too much unhealthy food. So this means that your risk of developing type 2 diabetes and heart disease have also decreased. One month isn't enough time to fix everything though. There are some things that take longer than one month to improve. Alcohol puts us at an increased risk for developing cancer. And although this starts to decline when you stop drinking, it takes longer than one month for your cancer risk to return to normal. And I have an episode on that too if you're interested in more. Your cognitive power is going to take more time to recover. Many people have a big improvement around month two, but it's going to take a while for your cognitive power to go back to normal and for you to feel like you have the full power of your brain again. And similarly, you may be very emotional in the beginning which I'm going to talk about in an episode two weeks from now. And it takes longer than one month for our emotions to regulate. Some people will see their skin improve right away. Other people's skin will get worse before it gets better. And I was one of those people. I developed acne for the first six months of sobriety and then it went away. And I've heard a similar story from a lot of people. This happens because alcohol throws off our hormones. So it takes time for them to regulate, just like it takes time for our brain chemistry to regulate after we quit drinking. So if your skin sucks in the beginning, just know it's not going to be like that forever. It's important to know that you need to be patient. You drank for a long time and likely you've developed negative beliefs and patterns before you even started drinking. I didn't spontaneously just start drinking one day. There was a lot that led up to it. I had no coping skills. I was constantly angry and filled with hate and I couldn't handle stress or past traumas. So I was overwhelmed all the time. Once I discovered alcohol, it was the perfect solution to my problems. So it takes longer than a few months to heal all of this and to find new ways to deal with your problems. As you get some time away from alcohol and begin to feel better, 
you will probably feel tempted to drink because you're not feeling so horrible anymore. So stay on the lookout for that trigger. And remember, just because you feel a little bit better doesn't mean that you should celebrate that with alcohol or that you deserve a reward or a treat or whatever your mind is trying to tell you. You deserve to continue to feel good. And over time, you'll see that it just gets better and better. And as I always say, it's important to get some support. So if you're getting started or you're stuck in the back and forth cycle, then please check out my community, Living a Sober Powered Life. We would love to be there for you and cheer you on. And make sure that you're following or subscribe to the podcast because I have two episodes coming out later this month about what to expect emotionally when you first quit drinking and what to expect cognitively. So thank you for listening and I will talk to you next week. Madeline and I'm the host of the Happiest Sober podcast. I got sober in my 20s after a decade of gray area drinking and the greatest plot twist of all time was realizing that alcohol, the thing that I thought made my life the most happy and fun and exciting, was actually the exact thing preventing me from living my happiest and best life. My mom is 40 years sober and she joins me on my podcast very often. I like to call her my part-time co-host and I also bring you solo episodes where I share my top tips, tricks, and mindset shifts in sobriety and lots of how-to for navigating all the things sober from weddings to parties to holidays to bachelorette parties to trips. I'm also joined by so many guests who come on and share their sober stories and they're all so, so inspiring. I'm here to show you that life doesn't end when you quit drinking. In fact, it's very much the opposite. And no matter what your relationship was with alcohol, life can be the absolute happiest when you're sober. New episodes come out every Tuesday. You can listen to Happiest Sober Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.